Jesus did we are victorious because of what Jesus did for us we are more than conquerors because of what Jesus did for us somebody say amen, amen. and we have the power of the Holy Ghost at work in us that same power that Jesus that brought Jesus back to life from the dead the Bible says that same power is on the inside of you and when it comes to the word of God You don't try to uh, Reason it out Just accept it Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Just accept it uh, The angel told Mary Something very incredible Very very, very uh, Ridiculous That you would give birth To a son Without ever coming in contact With a man and the Bible says Mary believed. I said Mary believed. Yes. I mean that's the most ridiculous thing to ever to, to, to tell someone. There's no example of it before. You know when he told, told Zechariah he will give birth to his son and him laughed. There were examples before. He should have known Abraham. So then they said you stupid. You, no, no, it, is, it is a you stupid. He said you, you will not talk again. You will be dumb because you have, a, you have an example of Abraham. Who was barren, wife barren, and God gave them children. Even your case is now as now as bad as bad as theirs. But for Mary, it had never been done before that a woman would give birth without coming in contact with a man. And Mary said, "How can these things be?" And the Bible said, "God told that the, the power of the highest shall overshadow you; the Holy Ghost shall come upon you." And Mary believed. And the Bible says, Elizabeth told her. Blessed is she who has believed For there shall be a performance Of those things which are told her Child of God this morning all you have to do Is to accept what is being said You don't have to reason it out You have just, just accept it That the power of God in you Say in me And for me Is the same power That God used To raise up Jesus From the dead Do you believe that this morning and the Bible says it's by that same power that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you ask or think. Somebody say amen. amen. I like the part where the, where the pastor said that sitting beside you is a spirit-filled believer. Hallelujah. Sometimes you are waiting for a bishop or a pastor, a prophet. You don't need a prophet. You don't need a bishop. You don't need an apostle. 
That's not the work of apostle and bishop is not to pray for miracles to happen. That's not their work. You know what I just said? Quarrel if you want to quarrel. I like quarrel. I said the work of bishop, apostle, pastor is not to pray so God will answer. They, they will not bring to you what... No, their work is to bring you to a place of maturity by teaching you the word of God. Every believer can move in the power of God. So all this talk of, I stand in my office of a prophet. Are you an Old Testament prophet? I stand in my office as an apostle. Are you an Old Testament apostle? The office of the believer is the highest office. So say after me, say, I stand in my office as a believer in Christ Jesus. Aha! <laughs> and one more time, put your hand, hold the person beside you. Pastor Sam was praying for Pastor Hope. I dragged the hand. How will you not release power to me? Me, I need power too. I need some energy. <laughs> I need some energy. Do you need power right now? Now release power to the person beside you. I say release power to the person beside you. Release energy, power. Come on, touch me, you. In the name of Je- touch me, touch me. Don't be giving me. Release power now. In the name of Jesus. Let the power of God go through you. Touch the person you are holding. Destroy every disease. Destroy every fear. Eat up every infection. In the name of Jesus. Let the power of God go through you now. Let the power of God go through you now. In the name of Jesus. 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 I want you to speak words of power in the life of the person you are touching. The Bible says, by faith, Isaac invoked blessings upon Jacob and Esau. Right now, put your mouth and bless the person you are touching. I say, bless the person you are touching. Bless their finances. Bless their families. Bless their children. Bless their homes. Bless their finances. Call them blessed of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, speak to every area of their lives. 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 The favor of God. The favor of God. This week, open doors. This week, you will have miracles. This week, you enjoy the blessings of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I speak life opportunities. A new job. New opportunities. I call it forth. In the name of Jesus, I decree you blessed. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I stand in my office as a believer in Christ Jesus. And I call you blessed. I call you healed. I call you favored. I call you anointed. I call you blessed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You believe God has heard your prayer. Now rejoice in him now. Hallelujah. Let's be seated. Before you see me say that. Hallelujah. Did you learn something from the teaching on contradictions you learn something it's important that we know you learn something please go over the teaching again and again um, if you what I would advise you do is listen to both first service and second service so you can get the full 
uh, teaching. Sometimes some things are said in second service that are not said in first service. Some things are said in first service that are not said in second service because I'm not a robot. But it's the same um, topic, same thing. So, but to get the full gist, what I do is before the week is over, I listen to both services again and again so that I get the full. Because just I, I just want to say, are you not the preacher? Oh, the Holy Ghost is the one speaking. Because of things I've said, I don't know. I don't know till I go back. I say, ah, ah that's in the Bible. I'm telling you, many times some things just come out of the spirit, and then you don't realize, wow. I never knew that. That's what the Holy Ghost does. So I'm saying that even I, the preacher, I take my time to listen so I can be blessed. I attended those services to listen to the preacher because he repeats the sermon so I can be blessed even as his own flavor. <laughs> amazing teacher, Pastor Francis. Amazing teacher. Somebody say amen. So it's good that you listen so that, you can, so that when you see challenges in your life, you don't start to think, oh, this happening, that's happening, running kitty kitty and carter carter. You just know, you know that even Jesus had contradictions. Jesus had seasons of contradictions. And you know there's something about this contradiction thing. We don't know how long. Nobody knows how long it's going to be. You know what I just said? Nobody knows how long. I wish I knew. Nobody knows. I was reading something yesterday about how God had told David he would be king, right? Anointed him king of Israel. But David starts off by being king of Judah. Remember that? Now, David was king of Judah for seven years and six months. Before finally, Abner, the whole Abner story, wanting, 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 then David became king of all Israel. So, but God tells you you be king of all Israel. But it starts out in bits. Why does God do things like that? And the challenge, I'm, the challenge I have right now is that nobody can tell the length of the season. They're not the fast forwarder. You know, when you have your remote control, but it don't, it's, not, it's not there in your hand. You know what I just said? I said, when you have your remote control, you don't like that DSTV can fast forward a bit. So you don't like what you are, the, my bag. You fast forward if you're your YouTube, what are you, your things you do. But when it comes to this season of contradictions, you don't have the remote control. It's not in your hand. God is the one that knows how long it is. I wish I knew. So all you do is wait. Wait. Job said, the days of my appointed time, will I wait? It's called the force of patience. Follow those who through faith and patience. Say, Bishop, how long? I don't know. I wish I knew. You did what I just said. How long? I don't know. I don't know. In my, I don't know. <laughs> Only God knows. But I know something. No matter how long it takes, his word will come true. And while I'm waiting, he's working in me. Uh, is that the latest father in Nigeria? Come on. Come on, Samwise. Come on. What did they tell you before about having a child, you and your wife? What did they say? Yeah? That um, she couldn't take him. But what happened now? <laughs> you don't born. 
Don't mind those people. They told them they can't take him. Eh? But did that put special prayer for you? I just, we just didn't hear the word. I said, hear the word, the thing they walk. Yes, yes. Now your wife don't burn. Yes, yes. It's taking a bit, don't burn. It don't burn. It don't burn. It's not the job. It's not the job. Yeah. They say, so who not taking, don't burn. Ah. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Glory to God. So many testimonies everywhere. I, mean, I can't start, it comes to my phone regularly. People just keep pointing, Bishop, say, Bishop, say, Bishop, say. That's, that's one I'm waiting for. Making, you know, Africa, they say, me, you know, talk, I'm going make you not go. They had had a child, but they said they can't have children anymore. Now she said, Bishop, I've, I've taken it now. So let's wait till she born. So now should Africa. We <laughs> not go spoil you. He not the spoil. <laughs> what, what God does is forever. <laughs> Hallelujah. If God puts it there, no power of hell can take it from you. Somebody say amen. Don't be afraid of the devil. He's not that powerful. You know what I just said? Somebody say hallelujah. Now, the, um, so we're done with that series of the, the teaching on the contradictions. Please go back again and again and listen. The Archbishop, uh, by the way, Quiffy Convention is on and they're finishing today. It has been an amazing women's convention. Uh, over 30 to 40,000 women gathered from all over Nigeria. Big, big convention. I was there yesterday to, to speak to the women by the grace of God and we had an amazing time preaching the gospel and ministering to people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I tell you, you just were like, like fire. And the women just began to receive and receive and receive and speaking in tongues and speaking in tongues. And the f- purpose of that for me was to release women into the harvest. I'm all about the harvest. All I see is the harvest. All I want to talk about is the harvest. Because the things that we, the things that money, shoe, car, house, children, those things don't have eternal value. You know what I just said? The things that we bother the most about don't really have eternal value. You will not take your shoe anywhere, no matter how much. There's no reward for the shoe. (laughs) There's no reward for how many children you born. I begat, I begat, I begat. All you did with your life is just a bomb. There's no reward for burning. God, I tried. And you said, I burned five children. I not try. It's here that you have achievement of burning. Oh, oh, I married a handsome husband. Now here. Because I just said for heaven, we are like angels. Hell, that's in the pain, shall Because I didn't imagine, man. So in heaven, no shoes. We are all angels. So everything is here. Am I making sense to you? You build house. You marry. You wait again. When you stand before him, all those things don't matter. In short, I was telling women yesterday, your title does not matter. Bishop, Archbishop, Dickin, Dickiness, it not matter. All that matters is what we do for him. Am I making sense to you? I'm prepping you for one of my next series. I told you yesterday, uh, what would you have me do? 
What will you have me do? When you have a genuine encounter with the Lord, your question is not, what, do you, what will you do for me? No. When you have a genuine encounter with the Lord, the question you ask is not, what will you do for me? It's what will you have me do? Will they come? Will they come? Am I making sense to anybody here? So we focus, and I was sharing with them yesterday about how the accurate understanding of the gospel and the power of the Holy Spirit will cause us to reap the harvest that God has called us for. I use Acts 19 as a case study that 12 people have the potential to conquer Asia, but because of inaccurate understanding of the gospel and no power of the Holy Ghost, the harvest was limited. But by the time Paul gave them understanding of the gospel and taught them for two years with the power of the Holy Ghost, the Bible says all of Asia heard the gospel. Somebody say amen. amen. Lift your hands wherever you are right now like we prayed in the first, in, earlier in the service. Say God, say Father, give me accurate, progressive, accurate understanding of the gospel in the name of Jesus. I want to know it deeply, thoroughly, clearly. I want to become intimately acquainted with the gospel, with the message of your death, burial, and resurrection. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. When you, when you know the gospel, it causes you to walk worthy of the Lord. Colossians 1, Paul says, um, that you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the Lord being fruitful in every good work abounding in the knowledge of God increasing in the knowledge of God somebody say amen when you know the gospel accurate understanding of the gospel it causes you to live the life that God intends for you to live the, knowing the gospel has implications for your finances. Knowing the gospel has implications for your family life. Knowing the gospel has implications for how you respond to offenses. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Knowing the gospel has implications for your Christian life, for your whole life. It does. As a believer in Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. Alright. So the Archbishop spoke to us that this is the month we focus on Christ for supernatural help. Say, I have supernatural help. Say, I'm not helpless. Come on, say, Lord, I'm not helpless. Come on, say, Lord, I'm not helpless. Hebrews 13, verse 15, let's begin from there. Hebrews 13, verse 15. What is the, sorry, verse 5, not 15. Verse 5, are you there? He said, let your conversation be without word. Covetousness, greed, greed. Let your conduct, your behavior be without greed. And be content with such things as you have. Let your conversation, your, your behavior, your attitude be without greed. Greed. Don't shook eye for which will not be your own. You grab that? Yeah, you shook eye, you shook mouth, you shook ear. All right? Be content. Look at someone say, be content. Yeah. Bible says, contentment with godliness is great gain. Great gain. Contentment is, 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 is of God. 
Am I making sense to you? Now, why? For he had said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. This is the word of the Lord. Take this. See, sometimes we, we, we don't under, we don't, we play down the power of scripture. When somebody comes to you as a prophet, this Bible is God's word already. If you search this one and find your answer, it's even more powerful and more valid than somebody bringing you a word of prophecy. You know what I just said? Yeah, I'm, I'm watching, thank you for technology. Before, if you want to watch um, KCN, uh, Southwest Believers Conference, you have to travel or buy the tapes. But right now, YouTube, you have free, steady. Some of you are wondering what's KCN, Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Uh, Southwest Believers Convention. I did watch. I'm a make on our Terry Pearsons, that's the grandson of Kenneth Copeland, taught something. He said, Sometimes you are looking for answers. He said, The best answer is what God has already said. Stop looking for what God is saying when God has already said. You know what I just said. Stop looking for what God is saying because God has already said. What he's saying must not be different from what he has said. You know what I just said? So whenever I'm looking for what's God's will, what's God saying, check what he has said already. What he has said is what he's saying. You know what I just said? Come and say what God has said is what God is saying. Somebody say amen. So, so let's see, so let's continue that scripture. I never leave no forsake you. Look at the next verse. Verse 6. So that we may what? Boldly say. Say what? The Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man. Say man. Man. He didn't put the devil because Satan has been dealt with already. You know what I just said? He didn't put Satan. You know why he didn't put Satan? Because God and Satan are not doing two fighting. Don't let those that do Christian drama. Uh, you know that white and black fighting in Christian drama? Stand, let's show them. They don't know what I'm talking about. So, you are the white Jesus. I, I can't be devil. I can't be. Oh, it's I can't be devil. No. You, no I can't, I'm the director of the movie. Yes, I can't be devil. In my, in my own film, I can't be devil. For what? And no, never. Never. So, this is devil now. This is Jesus, right? So, in the, in the, so we do struggle. So, give him. Then you will not shake. Jesus will shake, will shake. Uh, then Jesus give him. Devil will not shake. He won't follow. Shake. Give Jesus. Give devil back. Then Jesus. How can Jesus be shaking? No, stop, 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 stop. How can Jesus be shaking to devil push? That's why you not say court, court. You're not correct. It's not scripture. So, so in your mind, God and Jesus, devil and God are doing two fighting. For what? Satan has been defeated already. The Bible says in Hebrews 2, 14 and 15, through death, he destroyed him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Satan has been destroyed already. His spoke principalities and powers made the public show of them openly. Public disgrace. So, what he's saying to you here, he said, what can man do to you? 
Somebody say amen. amen. Say God is my helper. Come on, say God is my helper. Second Corinthians 6 from the NIV verse 1 and 2. Second Corinthians 6 from the NIV verse 1 and 2. I love this. It says, We send us what cast together with him, beseech you also to receive, or urge you to re- not to receive God's grace in vain. I explained that on Friday on um, Friday. Huh? Don't receive God's grace in vain. What does that mean? The, the, the previous chapter spoke to us about the gift of righteousness. The last verse that says God made him who knew no sin to become sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. And I was saying in church that day that righteousness is a gift to us but it was not free to the one who gave it. So I was saying something. Oh, you know, I want this time intentionally because you gave me and I'm going to say it in the sermon. Yes. <laughs> so how do you feel that you see this tie? I'm saying so you can give me more. How do you feel that you see this tie that you gave me? You feel good about it. That I value the time. What if you now see this tie you give me? You see to you now see my there's my drive, my wife's driver. Uh, I never wear a mo. No, I don't wear a tire. I just, as you give me, I just give that guy make it wear. You will vest one kind. So as, as I will, not, as I will, as I will it now. May you not vex so that. <laughs> now are you hearing what I'm trying to say to you? So, so listen to this. God, now this tie that you gave me, they didn't dash you. You bought it, and I don't want to tell you where they bought it from. You're not going to beat me after service. So they bought it. Now, so you bought it. It cost you money. But you gave me as a gift. Now, I'm wearing the gift you gave me. You, you appreciate that I'm wearing the gift you gave me. God gave you the gift of righteousness. It's not free to him. It cost him his, the life of his son. God's joy is when you now wear that gift. Carry on with that gift of righteousness. What does that mean? That you stand before God without any sense of guilt or condemnation. Holy, blameless in his sight. So when you come to God without understanding that I'm blameless in your sight, God is happy. That's how to wear the gift he gave to you. Coming with God, I don't know whether you will help me. I don't know you know that I've not done well. That is, that is, that is not coming with the gift. That's treating the gift in vain. As if it counts for nothing. Yes, yes. Good preaching. So when you come to God boldly, declaring the righteousness He has given to you, that's how to carry the gift of righteousness. That's how to make God appreciate that you are using the gift He gives to you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Tell someone your left and your right and say you are righteous. Come on, tell them you are righteous. You have the gift of righteousness. He said, don't receive God's grace in vain. Why? 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 Go next verse. Look at the next verse. Verse 2. For he says, in the time of my favor, I have what? Heard you. In the day of salvation, I have what? Helped you. Notice the tenses. Heard you. Helped you. Actually, in the Old Testament, Isaiah 49, 18, I think, where the scripture was lifted from, it is even used like that. 
in a time of favor, I have heard you. Time of salvation, I have helped you. But see the good part of it. He said, hey, I tell you, now. Come on, say now. Is what? The time of God's favor. And now is the day of salvation. What happens in the time of favor? Is he going to hear you or he has heard you? What, are, what happens in the time of salvation? Is he going to help you or he has helped you? Come on, shout, I'm helped of the Lord. Yes, yes. Let's all accept this truth. And all of this is because that you are not the righteousness of God. All of this is because of what Jesus did on his cross. Somebody say amen. So you say, Bishop, if God has helped me, why do I still need to pray? If God has helped me, if I've been helped already, why do I still need to pray? So the way I try to explain it as weekend is this. When somebody, let me, let me tell you a true story. So when, 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 my, when Pastor Fred and my wife first came to Nigeria, one time all her family had to travel, Bishop Feb traveled, Mama traveled, everybody traveled. So I remember Bishop Feb at the airport brought out a check and just signed and gave it to her. I said, Frida, if you need anything, they said, did you have any jobs? You just came to Nigeria. So if you need anything, just feel it and take. Blank check. Signed. So, but Frida didn't use it. I don't know why she did. But she's telling, she said, she told me, she said, tell him to try me now. She, it, will, it will feel the effect. So, he signed the check and said, take it, Frida. If you need anything, put it inside. That's what the scripture means. I have helped you. I have heard you. So you now fill in the blanks. Does that make sense to anybody? I have helped you. I have heard you. Why? It's the time of favor. It's the of salvation. So you now in prayer fill in the blanks because the check is already signed. You know what I just said. And the account you are withdrawing from does not finish. Fully funded. Forever. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Let's take a prayer break right now. Lift your hands wherever you are. Knowing that the check is already signed. Put in and fill in the blanks. Now hold on. Hold on before you pray. Hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you a true story. Oh, stand. We just came from Asaba. We preached to the Christian Lawyers Association of Nigeria, South South Region. A bishop speaking to lawyers. I felt very good. When you're among intelligent people, you become intelligent. Come. A sister, she's a lawyer too, was sharing a testimony with me. She called me about a month ago. Hear this story, Bishop. Just maybe you'll hear me. She called me about a month ago. Said, Bishop, um, Bishop about to move to our house. Me and my husband want to move to our house. Da, 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 move to our house. I said, how much do you need to enter the house? Say, 15 million. Hear me? So we are prayed on the phone. She saw me now in Asaba yesterday. He said, Bishop, I should have asked for more. God gave me the exact 15 million. Don't be trying me. Stop trying me. <laughs> I said, I asked her, what exactly the amount you need? She said, I said, okay, let's ask God. And we prayed on the phone. He said, I should have asked for more because God gave me the exact amount we asked for. So, is anything wrong with your mouth right now? 
open your mouth right now and talk to your father right now as you fill in the blanks tell him exactly what you want him to do open your mouth now and talk to your father fill in the blanks it's signed the check is signed it's your time of favor it's your day of salvation you are helped of the Lord fill in the blanks what do you want him to do put it there tell him tell him tell him tell him tell him tell him now thank you Jesus tell him now tell him now tell him now hallelujah tell him now fill in the blanks it's a time of favor it's the day of salvation you are heard you are helped fill in the blanks in Jesus name now thank him because he has heard you thank him thank him thank him thank him hallelujah in the name of Jesus you know and I observe something Pastor Charles when we are praying this kind of prayer the prayer is not loud can people say deep deep things <laughs> it's not no 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 <laughs> oh rejoice in the Lord right now glory to God hallelujah somebody say amen come and say I'm the help of the Lord Psalm 46, let's do this quickly. Psalm 46, verse 1. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Say, Bishop, I should have asked for more. I said, don't worry. God is able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all, you ask all things, so expect more. Oh, glory to God. Now, now you see that not all pastors steal money. So you see that, don't just judge pastors. Say, ah, did they shop? No, it's all this extra work. <laughs> now God did they bless them. I don't make sense to you. Don't just 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 pastor say, hey, did show? no 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 no. Now this work, all this all this uh... <laughs> side hustle. Oh glory to God, Hallelujah. All right, Psalm forty six verse one quickly. Glory to God. It says, go to go to the King James place. Psalm forty six. Let's stay with the old language. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 46, verse 1. What does the Bible say? Uh, leave that. Uh, <laughs> let's stay with this one. All right? God is what? A refuge and strength. A what? A very present help in trouble. God does not run when you are in trouble. You know what I just said? Now, let me make, make, make you understand what I'm saying. Even when you caused the trouble. Yeah. 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 Even when the trouble is your fault. God does not do, I warned you. I told you. No. 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 You are too special to him to do that to you. And say, learn the lesson by yourself. No. A very present help. Say the Lord is my shepherd that shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastor. He restores my soul. He leads me beside still with us. He did this, this, this. Though I. So you see the language. He. 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 Then when it comes to the valley of shadow, he say I. So it seems as if the sheep strayed. You know what I'm trying to say to you? Let's look at that scripture. Go to Psalm 23. So you can grab the gist. Psalm 23. Look at it. 
the Psalm of David, the Lord is mine. I shall not lack anything. Next verse. He maketh me what? Lie down. He leadeth me. So he is the one that leads. Besides still waters. So that's how he leads me by still waters. Next verse. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Next verse. Yea, though I. So it seems as if this sheep now, you know, sometimes a sheep, not the. Because the, the shepherd will not lead you to the valley of death. You are important to him. So he leads you in the path of righteousness. He leads you in green pastures. Then, though I, and Jesus mentioned it, that the sheep, when the shepherd loses one, he leaves the 99 to pursue the one. So it's possible for the sheep to, to stray. So this is like a strange sheep. So though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no. Why? For thou art with me. In Psalm 139 or 136, I can't remember. He said, even though I make my bed in hell, You are with me. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? A very present help in times of trouble. Look at someone on your left and your right. Say, God never abandons you. Never, 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 never. Never feel abandoned. A very present help in time of trouble. Let's read. Let's read. Therefore, we will not fear. Somebody six, please. Though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Salah, there is a river, the streams whereof make, shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of what? The tabernacles of the Most High. Somebody say amen. Mm-hmm. How many of you have watched those movies where it's all these epic movies? The, I like those movies a lot. The sword epic movies. So the warrior is like a small boy or something. Then somebody, maybe it's the girl he likes or the girl that likes him, now removes a necklace and puts on his head. Remember, remember me. <laughs> Or his dad gives him something. So it's like a token to remember. I'm making sense to anybody. To have an assurance or remembrance. Or sometimes they give a sword. They say anybody that holds this sword will not die. So he holds the sword. And he's going to fight a war. But because he has that sword, he's assured even during the battle. Because I have this sword, I will not die. I'm making sense to you. So, God gives Israel the assurance of his help. His ever-present help. But you know what he does? He gives them a token. Something to look at and remember. And that thing he did for Israel is called the tabernacle. Which now progressed into the temple. You know what I just said? Follow what I'm saying. Look at, look at verse 4. There is a river whose streams were all made glad. Remember Ezekiel 47 about how the waters were being issued out of the temple. It then says there, 
the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. So if you read Exodus 26, where God called Moses, he said, build a tabernacle, for I want to dwell with my people. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? God told um, when um, um, Solomon building the temple, he said, God, wherever anybody is, and they pray towards this temple, in any part of the world, you will respond. And God told, told Solomon, I have heard your prayer. I've put my name in this temple. Is somebody hearing what I'm trying to say to you? So God promised help, but he gave a token of remembrance. That every time that temple, Israel saw that temple or tabernacle, they were assured of God's help. You know what I just said? Child of God, child of God, that temple is Jesus. For Jesus said, I will destroy this temple and raise it up after three days. For he was that temple. Even gets better. We are now the temple of God. I said, we're not the temple of God. We are the temple of God. Collectively and individually, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say amen. Amen. And he has given us a token. I said, he has given us a token. You know what that token is? His name. His name. I say his name. I say his name. He has given us his name. For our help is in the name of the Lord. For whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. In John, let me show you two scriptures that were done. John 14. I just did a summary for you for all the things I would say this morning. Just a summary. But for your Bible study reading, please write the scriptures down. For your own Bible study reading, uh, Exodus 25, to the, 1 to the end, 1 Chronicles 28, 1 Kings 7 to 9, uh, 2 Chronicles 6, hold on, 2 Chronicles 6, and 2 Chronicles 7, write them down, all right? Psalm 20 verse 7, Psalm 54 verse 1, and all of that. Psalm 124 verse 8, if you have time, please read them. What we'll do, I will give you scripture stars, you just put them on the platforms for people to read. Somebody say amen. Amen. So, say the summary of it. He assured them of his presence, right? But he gives them the temple or the tabernacle as something to always look at, to be assured. Such that when they were fighting wars and they brought the ark of God into the battle, Israel was assured. Am I making sense to anybody here? That the the ark of God was was the most important piece of furniture in the tabernacle and the temple. And whenever that ark was brought, it symbolized God's presence. And Israel had assurance. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I'm telling you now that Jesus is that temple of God. By our faith in Jesus, not only do we have a sort of of God's presence, we are now the temple of God. And he gives us his name. Say we have his name. Come on, say we have his name. So he's living the earth. He's living the earth. Assuring them of his presence. Assuring them of his presence. And he gives them his name. Look at John 14. 
John 14, let's just deal with New Testament stuff. Hallelujah. Glory to God. John 14, from verse 12. Are you there? He said, Verily, verily, I said to you, He that what? Believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And whether works than this shall he do, why? Because I go to the Father. How will these works happen? How will these works be done? Look at the next verse. And whatsoever, and whatsoever, you shall what? Ask in my name. That I will do, that the Father may be what? Glorified in the Son. Somebody say amen. amen. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, as presenting all that I am. Somebody say amen. amen. Go to John 16, 23. Say the same thought. Hallelujah. Come and say, I have his name. Come and say, I have his name. We have his authority. Hallelujah. John 16, 23. Watch this now. In that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say to you whatsoever. You shall ask the Father in my name, in my authority, as one with me. The Father, he will give it to you. Look at the next verse. He said to you, have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. Next verse. Now, this is I've spoken to you in Proverbs. That the time coming when I no more speak to you in Proverbs. But I will show you plainly of the Father. Show me 26 now. Hallelujah. At that day. At that day. You shall what? Ask in my name. And I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. Why? Because the fact on the seventh, for the father himself what? Loveth him. Show me in the amplified verse 26. Show me. Amplified 26. Watch it. Let's read together, everybody. Want to go? Yes. Pray. Uh-huh. I'm not saying I will ask the father. It'll be up. Why? For it will be what? You know what I just said? Read it. For the father himself what? Tenderly loves you. Because you have loved me and believe, I came out of the Father. Somebody say amen. So Jesus said that him praying for you is unnecessary. Why? Because you too are not the temple of God. You too, by faith in him, the Father loves you as he loves him. Somebody say amen. So we are short of God's help. But he gives us his name as a token. Somebody say we have his name. We have his authority. We have his life. We have his nature. We are assured of the help of God. Say, very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Let all hell be breaking loose around us. We will not fear. There is a river whose streams from the city of God, the God's holy place, his tabernacles. We are assured of that help. He said, to, if you read Second, Second Kings, I read, I was going to read. He said, anywhere you are, even if I shut up the heavens, when you pray towards this tabernacle, towards this temple, you will get a response. You will get a response. Somebody say amen. Amen. Look at someone again and say, you are not helpless. You have the name of Jesus. You are the temple of God. You are the temple of God. And you have the authority of the name of Jesus. God responds. To the name of Jesus. Demons respond. To the name of Jesus. 
Situations respond to the name of Jesus. You are not helpless. Stand to your feet this morning. Hallelujah. You're not helpless. You're not helpless. So Israel, we are short of it. But they had a token, something to hold, something to look at. To be assured, the temple he gave to them. The tabernacle he told them to build. To give assurance to Israel that when they seize us, they are assured that they have help from the Lord. Child of God, you are not the temple of God. By your faith in Christ, by your faith in Christ, just as they had faith in the temple, we have faith in Jesus. We have faith in Jesus. We have faith in Jesus. And some, somehow, it's, it's funny to me, listen, that somehow, Israel had more confidence in the representations than we have confidence in the actual. You know what I just said? It's like somebody having more confidence in his photocopy than you who have your original. You are holding original, you are afraid whether they will give you or not. But someone who had photocopy had confidence that his photocopy will respond. You know what I just said? And you need to grab what I'm saying. The average Israel man was assured of God's help. And because God gave him a token, a sign, that tabernacle, the temple. But you now, Christ is here. All that temple represented Christ. And it goes further for you. You are now the temple of God. We are now the temple of God. He lives in us now. And he gave us his name. As he gave us his name. We see Peter acting that out in Acts chapter 3. At the gate of beautiful. At the gate of beautiful. A man crippled from, crippled from birth. And Peter commands the man to stand up. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And the man did. We see Paul in Acts 14 also. A man from birth too crippled. And Paul shouting. Stand up on your feet. And the man stood. We have his name. I said we have his name. To function as him. That name is like that blank check given to us. Fill in the gaps. Put in what you want. You're not helpless. You're not helpless. I don't know who you are this morning. Maybe your story is like Psalm 46. All hell is breaking loose around you. Everything around you is, is falling apart. But this morning I came to assure you. You, have, you are not helpless. I said you are not helpless. You know what I just said? I said you are not helpless. You are not helpless. You are not helpless. For God is an ever-present help in times of trouble. And he gives an assurance. He gave an assurance to Israel by that temple. And now you are the temple of God. And you have his name. You know why the temple was that important? He said, I will put my name on it. I will put my name. Let me, maybe I should show you that scripture. Watch this. Second Chronicles. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Second Chronicles 7. Hear what it says. Verse 15. It says, now mine eyes shall be open. And my ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. He's talking about a physical temple he told them to build. Look at verse 16. Look at verse 16. For I have chosen 
and sanctified this house. Now, when you see this, stop thinking of that temple. Think of you. You know what I just said? Think of you. That every prayer you pray, God is attentive to your prayer. Why? You are not a temple of God. He says, for I have chosen to sanctify this house, that's you, and that my name may be there forever. And my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Perpetually. That's you now. That's you now. Say, God's eyes are on me. Come on, tell me. Say, God's eyes are on me. I'm not helpless. Right now, open your mouth wherever you are and talk to your father. He's your helper. He's your help. He's your help. He's your help. He's your help. He's your helper. Talk to your father now. A very present help in time of trouble. A very present help in time of trouble. A very present help in time of trouble. A very present help. In time of trouble. He doesn't run away when you are in trouble. Does he escape when you are in trouble? Does he abscond when you are in trouble? Though the mountains rage. The hills, the valleys. There's trouble around me. No, I remember the temple. I remember the temple. I remember the temple. The peace of God floods my heart. I remember. I remember. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. His name is upon it. His name is upon you. You have his name now. You have his name. 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 I want you to rejoice like someone who knows you have the advantage. I want you to rejoice like someone who knows you are not helpless. You are not helpless. You are not helpless. You are not helpless. I said, even if you cause the trouble by yourself, <laughs> doesn't leave you. He doesn't leave you. Thank you. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. If you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for Jesus, who I believe died on the cross for my sin. I confess you as Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. I'm a-